My name is Danielle DeVoe and you're listening to On The Scene. This week we have a great episode. We are at Short Finger Brewing and we are going to feature some special guests from Welcome Fest and from Art Hop. Both really great festivals happening this weekend all around KW. In our first half hour we are going to have Rachel Hickey, Ramsey Almighty and Alan Cayenne uh, all uh, from, from Welcome Fest. Rachel and Ramsey are, of course, local musicians, and Alan Cayenne is the president of KW Oktoberfest, uh, and, and they are the ones putting on Welcome Fest up at Maxwell's in Waterloo with many, many musicians uh, Friday and Saturday. So you'll hear some great interviews from them. And then in the second half of our show, you are going to hear from Sam of KW Famous and Dayonikin, who is one of the many talented performers who will be at Art Hop uh, this weekend as well. Uh, and I believe Dayanikin is playing Friday night at the Secret Rooftop Patio uh, concert. So keep listening and you're going to hear all kinds of insider insights about both of these great festivals. And you're also going to hear some great local music from performers who will be at these events. Before we get into uh, our show, let's hear a quick song from Ramsey Almighty himself. This is one of his new songs, Old Me. About the old me, and my friends think I changed up. I guess our time was made up. I guess some people never change. So think about the old me, and I don't think I go back. No, it's no ends, no throwbacks. Cause some things never stay the same. I think about the old me. Don't count the days, the sun won't shine like it's yesterday. The moon won't crack if you smile today, so you should smile away unless your smile was fake. I mean, fake it till you're making my love, and never leave your feelings locked up, yeah. And life is too short to act smug, and everybody wanna act up, yeah. So don't be shy and shade your potential. Can't you see it's all so simple? See yourself reflect from the window. It's time to let it go. It's time to I let think it about go. The old me. And my friends think I changed up. I guess our time was made up. I guess some people never change. I think I'm about the old me. Together, near or far, and through stormy weathers. If I changed, I hope for the better. If I changed, I hope that you're next up. Yeah, sick of being sick of myself, putting up with my own hell. I need to rebuild, flipping through all my details. I'm just trying to follow my thrills, follow my. They tell you shit, you move so properly, lost in my thoughts. I feel so awkwardly, something feels off in this life, monopoly, meteorocracy. That's nothing for me. Trying to survive, I wipe the tears from my eyes. I feel not from a nine to five, need all of my me. And my friends think I changed up. I guess our time was made up. I guess some people never change. I think I'm about the old me.
Okay, before we get to our interviews, let's do our event rundown. So there's a lot going on this weekend, a bunch of great festivals. We'll start with comedy, Friday night at the Crazy Canuck. Rusty Nail Comedy presents Chris Quigley, and on Saturday, uh, Rusty Nail has Macy Galoni. And then Descendants also has comedy at 9 p.m. this weekend. On Saturday, 45 Minutes in Heaven with Sam Fraza. Festivals and markets. Friday and Saturday night is Art Hop. Friday uh, from 5 to 8 and Saturday from 11 to 4. Various locations is happening all across the region. There's a bunch of spots in DTK, including Gowdy's Lane, Hall's Lane. Um, they are also going to be at Vogelsang Green and then Uptown at Revive Game Bar and Waterloo Public Square, uh, as well as at Short Finger Brewing, which is where we are tonight. And you can find out all the information on arthopkw.ca. There's schedules there. They have some free and some ticketed events, including a really cool rooftop concert that is a surprise location. So um, we'll be talking to the organizers of that event from KW Famous later in the show to find out more. And then, of course, there's also Welcome Fest at Maxwell's this weekend, uh, 6 to 11 Friday, 3 to 12 on Saturday, um, featuring so many musicians. DJ Slayla that you heard uh, a couple Friday nights ago from TWB live on Midtown Radio, as well as Joanna Days, the Western Swing Authority, Mandipal, Vintage Flight, Isla Mountain, Ramsey Almighty, and Rachel Hickey, both of whom are here tonight. Uh, Alicia Brilla, Mama's Kitchen, and so much more. And you can find out more about uh, that festival at welcomefest.ca. In movies at the Apollo, you can see Bodies, 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 Everything Everywhere All at Once, Fat Times at Ridgemount High, Grease, uh, the sing-along edition, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, where the, and Where the Crawdads Sing, and you can find out more at apollocinema.ca. The Princess Original is also playing Bodies, 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 Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Funny Pages, Red, Star Trek, The Motion Picture, and the Prince Princess Twin is playing uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies as well, Fire of Love, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, and The Duke, and you can find out more uh, from princesscinemas.com. On the stage, Saturday, Waterloo Public Square from 1 to 6, Art Hop presents Breakdancing Workshop and Battle. So you can go to arthopkw.ca to sign up for the battle. Uh, and if you don't want to battle, you can also just go and watch some awesome breakdancing. Uh, but you only live once, so I don't know. Reevaluate. Music, Friday night, Babylon, Babylon Sisters, we have DJ Bane at Descendants, we have Gimme the Goods at Jane Bond, we have DJ 88, Rich Uncle Tavern, Sarah Rose on the patio, and Fast and Loose in the Tavern, TWB, Rachel Hickey, you're back, yes, uh, Saturday, Bobby O'Brien's The McQueen's, Rich Uncle Tavern, O Deadly's on the patio, and Friday, Empire in the Tavern, Short Finger Brewing at 6pm has the Art Hop, Planet Art Hop, Mono Whales with Soft Cult. Strikers has Greg Williams on Sunday at the Dive Bar. Uh, there's a, a fair fucking well, a celebration of life, a party to remember all things Club Abstract featuring DJ Big Al. Tickets are $15. And yes, that building is in fact gone. I live very near it. And it was one of the first 
places we went when we moved here. So I am sympathetic and, and curious about this uh, farewell event. Sugar Run, Music for the Masses, Retro Rewind Dance Party with DJ Good Doctor, and White Rabbit Hop House has DJ Flash and DJ Diggler. So that is our event rundown. We made it. There are actually a lot more musicians playing in town because they're part of these great festivals that are happening. And we are going to talk more about that in this program. So we are going to quickly hear uh, one of Rachel Hickey's great songs that you already hear all the time on Midtown Radio because we play Rachel Hickey very regularly. And this is actually my favorite, The Setting Sun.
That was Rachel Hickey's The Setting Sun. And before the event rundown, you heard a brand new song from Ramsey Almighty, Old Me. And we are here right now at Short Finger Brewing with Rachel Hickey, who released her second EP this summer, recorded completely in Kitchener at M Condo Studios. She is playing at Welcome Fest this weekend, and she's been playing tons of shows. You've heard her in our event listings at Lancaster, at TWB, at the various porch parties that we have throughout the region. We also have Ramsey Almighty here. He released a full-length album in 2017, and since then he's been uh, releasing singles. And he uh, created a, a, a track recently called DTK Lo-Fi, inspired by the sites and places in downtown Kitchener. And random fun fact from one of my producers, he has recently appeared in two music videos and they put a note with, that says, I am curious to know more about that. So they, I think, will ask, they want me to ask follow-up questions about that. Uh, and then, of course, Alan Cayenne, president of KW Oktoberfest, uh, formerly their director of marketing, uh, a Laurie alumni, um, and has been overseeing some pretty huge shifts in uh, strategy for Oktoberfest, I think we can, we can say, and organized Welcome at Wax Max Wells, Wax Mills this weekend. Uh, thank you so much, all three of you, for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. So we will start. Rachel, on we start with you. You have been touring a ton this summer. Um, how did that feel after the pandemic? Wow, yeah. Um, I was actually chatting a little bit with Alan right before we started that I had a moment on one of my first shows like last year where I had totally no spatial awareness and I just whacked the microphone stand with my guitar neck and I was like, whoa, I'm so not used to playing outside of my bedroom. Um, but that quickly uh, got a little better. And then, yeah, over the past year, I've just had a lot of opportunities to play locally, which has been awesome. Um, I know there's definitely a few people who I've talked to who say like they put out a good word for me. Some like, yeah, mentors in the music scene like Jesse T, give her a shout out. Um, yeah, just lots of good local stuff going on and I'm really happy to be finally diving into it. Last week I accidentally played Jesse T's song, one of her songs twice in a row on the show <laughs> and I didn't feel bad at all because she does so much for this community. She's out she there playing does. all the time and her songs are great. So I was like, you know what, you can hear it twice. I, I don't I don't I don't apologize for my mistake um, and you know I'm wondering about the the practice did you were you doing virtual shows during the pandemic uh, keeping your voice going or were you just kind of taking yeah. a break during the pandemic I was actually doing the most of my writing um, like before the pandemic I was still in school I was kind of playing with like a little alternative rock band we put together we were like just doing some like we did a couple of pub sets and we wrote a couple of songs together but then when the pandemic hit I actually had a lot of time to really focus on my own music um, then went through like some heartbreak and wrote a lot of like really just emotional tunes just to get through it um, and I started teaching myself guitar during that time too so it was really almost a huge benefit for me to have that time um, and then I just yeah just started recording covers and posting them on Instagram um, start I guess making people aware that I do music and then eventually yeah I was working on recording during that time so that all played into the next the year to follow I guess yeah you were able to take advantage of the time that really you had. truly yes that's awesome mm -hmm. and so Ramsey Almighty uh, you have been focused on releasing singles since 2021 was that a pandemic decision or was that an artistic decision 
Yeah, um, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really have like a direction when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Um, the singles they came naturally. I, I noticed I had like a big backlog of music building up, and I'm always trying to like get a compilation of solid tracks that kind of flow together, and maybe make like an album or an EP. But I've been doing that since 2017, and then what happens is I, I don't release it. So I decided like, all right, this time around, I'm gonna be on myself. I'm gonna just keep dropping these, letting the people hear them. Because it, like you said earlier, 2017 was the last time I dropped like a full project. And within that time, I've been like listening a lot and learning about what I like and exploring different sounds. But I really wanted to connect again with the community and share what I've been working on and show them how much I've developed since 2017. Um, so yeah, that is kind of like where it's been at so far. Uh, just kind of like reconnect with my audience and also gain the confidence to not be afraid to share my work. You know, I'm also a bit of, of a perfectionist, I'll, I'll admit it. And these are a lot of things that I've discovered over the past like few years, you know, that's why I'm calling myself out, but uh, that's just who I am. And you know, it's been great, great reception from, uh, from the community and from the audiences that have listened to my stuff, they've reached out and it's really inspiring so I'm excited to continue dropping more stuff and I'm excited to eventually drop a full fledged project. I have to say as a radio station that acquires local music it is very convenient for us for musicians to just keep releasing stuff letting it trickle out because uh, we constantly need to expand the catalog and uh, an album is harder to integrate into uh, the if um, into the overall flow than just like bringing in a song and releasing it so I appreciate your strategy uh, no and, and I'm glad that you're not just sitting on the work waiting for it to be perfect before you release it. Exactly. People need to hear the music, right? So. Um, and how have you uh, adapted to uh, performing post-pandemic? I know um, uh, we went to a concert uh, early in the uh, sort of in the first round of outdoor concerts, and one of the lead singers said halfway through, "I am gassed because he was so tired. Um, he just hadn't, you know, been that. He was one of these like very active singers, and I just thought it was so funny that you know he was so out of shape for his artistic craft. How have you? How have you felt? Who was that? But I love the honesty of that person. That was Matt Lamers from Eye the Mountain. Okay, shout out <laughs> yeah. to him. That's, that's wicked. I might do the same thing on Saturday. But um, <laughs> how have I adapted? I feel a bit more comfortable with the mic and on stage and connecting with audiences. I realize I miss connecting with audiences. That's like the best thing about performing live. Um, I think one of the first shows I did was at a KW Titans game this year. And that was fun because the audience was completely you know, like not my norm. And it was just really fun because my friends could bring their kids and their kids got to see like their first show and the smile on their faces. So things like that have kind of like sparked something inside me to just, you know, get out there and continue um, doing these live shows. Yeah, I mean, this is, has been the kind of tragic thing about the pandemic is when, when we moved to Kitchener Marlowe 10 years ago, we were overwhelmed by how much stuff there was to do it was just such a busy place and then of course that had to change and and Oktoberfest of course is one of those great examples of, of something that needed to was probably needing to pivot even prior to the pandemic and then the pandemic really uh, put things full force so Alan um, you have been overseeing some huge shifts in strategy um, 
some I presume related to changing demographics, some related to the challenges of COVID. So can you maybe just talk us through what is Oktoberfest today? Okay, <laughs> what is Oktoberfest today? That is a, a big question, but uh, I think you're right. Over the, the past few years, we just saw the need that the festival needed to change and shift um, with what our community has changed. You know, it's a much different community than it was 54 years ago when the when the festival started. And so it's realizing, you know, we're a community festival and we need to be accessible to our entire community while still maintaining that Bavarian heritage of the festival. So it's an interesting kind of mix that we have to do. But really this year it's trying to expand that accessibility of the festival. So some examples of that are, you know, we always have activation downtown Kitchener, but this year we're trying to expand that activation, make our Volkermannplatz even bigger than before because a lot of people are comfortable going downtown. They know what it's like to be downtown, and so it's much easier for them to go and check out something that's downtown. And it's a great introduction to the festival. You know, you kind of dip your toe in the water, see what the polka music's all about, try the food in a, in a way that's you know comfortable for a lot of people and so that way we can just get more people to experience the festival and maybe venture out to one of our fest hauling partners where they can go a little deeper into the water and experience more of the festival so it's having things like that where we can really connect with people where they're at uh, another great example of that is this past year we started something called the Wunderwagen and it is a mobile stage that we would pop up in the middle of a community and just start playing polka music and it was really interesting to see what would happen people would kind of wander out of their house and be like what the heck is happening here and realize oh it's a mini Oktoberfest show and some people had no idea what Oktoberfest was and so seeing that really made something click for me where I was teaching some people new to the community new to Canada how to do the chicken dance you know how to like dance along to some of the polka and just realizing how much fun they were having and saying you know what we need a way to introduce these people to the festival because I think they will enjoy it and so that's kind of what we're trying to do with the festival is really give it back to the community that's how it started as a community festival and we really want it to be a community festival again yeah quintessential Canadian childhood experience doing the chicken dance for whatever reason that's the dance that schools choose to teach children yeah. um, are you one of those people who when you go to a wedding requests a polka uh, I do not request the a polka when I go to a wedding uh, if a polka comes on I will be on the dance floor immediately uh, but uh, I have yet to do that you know I have a wedding this weekend so maybe I'll do that maybe I, I'll request some polka yeah, music do it do it yeah, it's I, a live band yeah. too so we'll see what they got <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they'll know a polka. Mm -hmm. What self-respecting band doesn't know a polka? Come on. <laughs> and, and so part of the shift, and I appreciate this shift to the downtown. I know we were total noobs. We moved to Kitchener, and um, it, we didn't realize that Oktoberfest didn't happen downtown when we moved here. So we went downtown. It was late, and it was like a ghost town. There was still a beer tent set up, and we just didn't understand. We thought, isn't this supposed to be the biggest Oktoberfest? And what? I, where is everybody? We had no idea that everyone was just in these clubs that that their their families had gone to. So every you know it was the club that their parents had been a part of and they'd been a part of, and it 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 was uh, invisible and impenetrable a little bit to newcomers. So mm -hmm. I do I do really love this idea of opening it up. And of course, alongside that, you're sort of branching out into other types of festivals. And so Welcome Fest this weekend. What was the catalyst for that? Yeah, so we had an opportunity through Heritage Canada to gain some funding to support local artists. And 
we knew that we didn't have the capacity to truly support who we needed to support because we have a limited number of artists we connect with through the festival because of just the genre of music that's being played. There's only a certain number of artists that are playing polka music and the music that's played at Oktoberfest. So we instantly reached out to Paul at Maxwell's because we knew he was more tied into the local scene and said, hey, if we if we support this are you able to put it all together are you able to pull together some local artists that we don't normally get to support through Oktoberfest to kind of give them a stage to perform and he's like yes 100 percent i'm i'm in and he instantly started reaching out to local artists and helping having them help him build the roster build the you know who's going to be playing and it was really interesting to see how all of that came together because it just there's so many artists in the community that you know i had never like had the opportunity to see live or to interact with and now all of a sudden we have this great festival where they're all together and people can come out and see all the amazing artists we have in town and so it, it was something that was super exciting and super grateful that paul was able to put that hard work in and we could just kind of support it as oktoberfest and support the community in a different way than we have before that's awesome. And of course, yeah, there's so many musicians playing. Um, I listed as many of them as I could during the event rundown. Rachel Hickey Band is playing on Saturday on the side stage uh, around 7 p.m. And so, Rachel, what, uh, what are you most looking forward to about this weekend? Are there any bands that you're hoping to catch Man. as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited to catch Ramses. <laughs> <laughs> super excited i haven't seen you perform live yet so i'm very very excited for that um yeah and there's a couple bands that just i've heard of through the woodwork that are playing that i haven't seen yet so just really looking forward to the opportunity for me as a musician to connect more with people in the community because that's something i find that i haven't really had a, the best opportunity for uh is to actually connect and like speak to other musicians i find musicians are great uh they're always like hyping each other up but it's hard to get other musicians out to your shows because they're also playing shows so this will be a good opportunity to kind of yeah meet some people yeah it is so great multiple stages so many musicians it really reads like a midtown radio playlist when yeah. you look at the schedule so that's uh, always uh, nice to see and um and yeah it's gonna be so much overlap that you'll get to hang out with people mm -hmm. um after this weekend what's next for you what's next um a couple local things i've been doing a lot of like markets and like bars and stuff like that um into the fall i'll be opening for marshall veroni at kw little theater on october 6th and then before that i am actually going to be playing at the hub which is formerly uh, wax nightclub um and i'm going to be opening for the bots and jeremy and the harlequins with no service so the bots are from like la and i'm like i'm ex interested to see how that show goes it'll be pretty interesting yeah that's awesome. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, and you can catch Ramsey Almighty at 6.15, I think, if I'm good at reading across the table, yeah. on the main stage on Saturday. Uh, so what are you looking forward to this weekend? I'm excited. Um, shout out to Paul. I love Paul. You know, Maxwell's was like the first place I've actually ever performed in Kitchener. It was their... So it's like homecoming. Old. There was an older venue. It was like a smaller space, oh, but... Um, yeah, that's where I got my roots. So I'm excited to just go back to Maxwell, show them love, because they always show me love. They always bring like the best crowd. Um, I have some new music I would love to perform. I'm going to play some older songs that, uh, that I started with. 
I'm excited to see Rachel. You know, I was checking that schedule and I'm like, all right, if I finish my set by 6.45, then I run outside, I can catch her at 7. So I got it all planned in my head. Just a few other people like Pocket City. I want to see Jarrell, um, Alicia. Overall, just like a lot of cool people. And I'm looking forward to seeing it and just vibing with like the community. Well, and Alicia Brilla is, it's Alicia Brilla and the Brill Tones, I think. So it's yeah. her composite band, which is awesome. It has yeah. everybody in it, everyone you want to see. It's tight. Yeah. Um, and so what's next for you? Uh, more songs coming out? More songs. So with the show coming up, I'm trying to like just focus on just this. I'm not trying to cloud my head up with too many other like song structures and lyrics because that happens to me. I don't know. I got COVID like a few months ago and ever since then, brain fog. And I just feel like I just can't retain things as well as I used to. That's just the truth. But um, so after this show, I'm so excited just to like get back to writing new stuff and focusing on new material. Um, and I'm doing some acting on the side as well. You know, I've, I've been exploring like different entertainment avenues. So I have no new shows like on the stage, but behind the camera, I'll be doing some things. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, Ramsey <laughs> Almighty on the scene, multiple scenes. He's yes. taking over <laughs> every scene. He's going to do a literary reading here a couple of weeks from Maybe. now. Maybe. Hey, I might come back on Midtown. We yeah. can do a little show, you know? Yeah, it'll yeah. be awesome. We Midtown Radio can live broadcast any of your shows from anywhere. So... That is also All a right. thing. Um, and uh, so this weekend, uh, Alan, what are you looking forward to hearing? Oh, man. <laughs> if you'll even have time to take it in. Yeah, that's it's. I'm really just going to stage hop when I go. I'm going to try and see as many artists as I can. I, I think it's just an opportunity to see so many different artists, and that's what I'm looking forward to, is taking in as much of the, the local artists and local bands as I can. And uh, in terms of Oktoberfest programming that's coming up, what's what's the next thing we have to be watching for? Yeah, so actually um, September 23rd is when our Festival and partners will start opening for the festival itself. So we'll start to see some of our halls open. People can buy tickets right now at Oktoberfest.ca. All the different Festival and are listed there. You can go check out what nights are open and, and buy your tickets because, yeah, we're, we're right into it starting the 23rd and then going on through till October 15th. That's great. That overlaps with uh, Midtown Radio's fourth season launch. So there's going nice. to be a lot of exciting things happening nice. at, at the end of September. Uh, so on that note, I think we are going to hear a little song from uh, KW's favorite daughter, Alicia Brilla. Here is Rose Tinted Glasses. One, two, one, two, three, four.
come in and say hello You don't notice that I'm here where you are And there I go Wishing I could disappear Cause you're everything I wanted But I'll never be with you I don't know what it is But I can't help myself I think it's you the way you are Your smile and your laugh I guess it's everything about you And I don't know what to do Because I try About everything I might But I still find That you keep me up that night Oh baby, what can I do? I'm in love with you And I know I should fight it Clear my head, but all I thought about was you I tried to drink myself to bed, but then I dreamt about you too And I know we will never happen It's killing me inside Because I tried about everything I might But I still find that you keep me About everything I might But I still find That you keep me up at night Welcome back. This is Danielle DeVoe. You are listening to Midtown Radio. On the scene, we are at Short Finger Brewing tonight out on their patio at their awesome picnic benches. The one I'm sitting at is by John Johnson, who was one of the artists who per, uh, participated in the Beasting uh, last year. And I believe that project is moving along. You'll get to see a new beast pretty soon from the city of Kitchener down at 44 Gockle. In this second half of the show, we are joined by Sam from KW Famous. She has organized Art Hop this weekend and Dayonikin, one of the performers from the secret rooftop patio performance, which I understand rooftop performances are not permitted to happen very often. This is a unique and exciting opportunity. So thank you so much, both of you, for joining me tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us. So we are 
It's, I mean, it's ridiculous how many performers are going to be on stages across the region this weekend. Sam, uh, this is a relatively new festival. Why did you feel like it was needed in the city at this time? Yeah, so uh, after, you know, we were cooped up for so long, um, it, the arts in KW just kept going and, if anything, growing stronger. And there's just, like, so many incredible artists who just kept doing their work and really leaned into it. And it just felt time for a different kind of celebration. Um, that's what KW Famous has been about since the beginning, is celebrating um, and, like, featuring local artists and small businesses. And so this it just seemed like a like a very clear event for us to put on. And then it just kept getting bigger <laughs> kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and this year it's huge. it's huge it's huge so walk us through some of the things that we can expect to see friday saturday yeah so tomorrow uh we kind of kick off with a few things at once there's a stroll walking tour uh, it's a deluxe edition with Juanita um for downtown kitchener and there's a fashion showcase up at revive in uptown waterloo and then uh VIP festival pass holders, the ones who have bought the full thing, get to go do a custom screen print with Nicole Benno and see, get like a personalized studio tour of a few artist studios. And then we get to head up to a uh, secret rooftop in downtown Kitchener for an amazing concert with Diana Can Hear and She Bad. And then we head to a glow in the dark party out in Belmont, and that's all just Friday. And then Saturday, there's another five events. So four are happening simultaneously during the day. Uh, there's a pottery experience in Vogel Saint Green. There's break dancing, a breakdancing battle in Uptown Waterloo. There is a print fair in Halls Lane uh, behind DNA screening, a Mad Hatter garden party at Schneider House. And then in the evening, we're right back here at Shortfinger Brewing for the finale. And so it's not just a concert. We are featuring uh, KW Local Soft Cult as the opener and Mono Wales is the headliner, um, but there's so much more happening. There's art, there's a skate deck uh, artist battle, um, and a few other surprises we're keeping up our sleeve. You'll have to be there to find out. And basically it's the after party. So if you're yeah. cool, you would be here. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What else are you going to do on the long weekend on the Saturday night? You're going to be here. It's going to be amazing. It's, if you've looked at the weather, it's going to be the perfect outdoor night. With, for refreshing, refreshing locally brewed beer. I think, uh, you know, one of the things when I was looking at all of the downtown spaces that are going to be animated, and when I think about, you know, during even the first year of the pandemic, when we really didn't leave the house very much, it was remembering all of the times, you know, there was that cool event in Halls Lane, or there was that cool event in Gowdy's Lane, or that, you know, and, and it was really, this uh, festival is animating basically every space that I have a great memory of, of doing something fun in downtown and mm -hmm. uptown, uh, downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo. How important was it to you that there would be this kind of engagement with public spaces? Oh, I mean, it was so, I mean, for me especially, it was so important. Like I was previously working for downtown Kitchener through the city of uh, Kitchener and my personal um, profession is placemaking. So when you work with spaces, especially like unique nooks and crannies, you really transform like the identity and pride of, of a greater location like it goes so far beyond the singular space you're in so it was not only just looking at spaces that have been animated in the past that people have memories about but like trying new nooks and crannies like revive is a new uh new bar uptown or like you know short fingers done stuff here but not on this level and just really capturing the way that the community comes together around art but like through one festival weekend 
Awesome. And you have many musicians participating as well as all kinds of artists. It really is the everything uh, KW art scene. Um, and Dayanikin is one of the performers. So tell our listeners a little bit about you and your music if they haven't heard you. Um, <clears throat> my name is Dayanikin. Um, I'm 17. Um, I make all types of music. You know, I like to carry myself with um, all types of genres and vibes, depending on just exactly like what I'm trying to say and like how I'm trying to like correlate everything. You know, I believe that everything has a specific vibe. And, you know, I just, I, I really think of rhythms before I think of the words of things. So it's just really, just really how I carry things. But um, I'm a 17 year old based out of Kitchener. Um, I don't really know a lot of things off the top of my head, but I could, I could just tell you that, you know, I'm eager to be here. I'm very motivated to, you know, show everybody my music because um, as, it, as it is, it's like, we um as young artists and young influencers and people who want to become like entrepreneurs or just anything um successful along the field like we we're talented in like one skill like which is like our music but like we might not know how to market ourselves or how to brand ourselves quite 100 percent fully so it's like we're trying to learn how to make it a career so like opportunities like this where we can come to the public and just link up with like people that we don't even know or people that we wouldn't even be able to meet because like maybe some people are just too shy to like you know go and text all these individual people on their own like on their own half and their own time and initiative so it's like we got people like sam and we got people like um robin over here just putting together all this big at big, <laughs> it's, <laughs> big it's internet radio you can swear okay it's big ass concert big big rooftop shows and all these events for people who aren't even into music you know you don't even have to be here for the artists but you can come if you want to show support at the end of the day but you know there's so much stuff for just you know like children and just like people around the community just everybody to do so it's not just for artists but it's nice that artists are taken into consideration since like you know not a lot of cities are doing a lot of big ups for small little people like us so being shot out of a cannon straight to a rooftop in downtown yeah, Kitchener like, to wow, perform like, you know what i mean like wasn't doing that a couple months ago and so you know what are you looking forward to what 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 uh what do people have to look forward to tomorrow night for your show um, uh you're probably gonna be look looking forward to me like performing some of the songs that i just dropped from my my last album um we dropped uh two albums this summer we dropped one called traffic jams which was basically a collection of just a bunch of songs that i had released from like previous years that ended up getting deleted because um i went with a new distributor to just release my music and like basically um um get copyright and just get rights over all my royalties and all that so like, i was just going really in depth and just learning everything with the fine print and all that so i had to reset my whole entire like my discography of just everything on spotify apple music and every platform so i lost all like my status but we ended up redropping all the old music plus new music and we hit like i think it was like 30k and then we dropped another project after that called perfectly broken piece of 25 songs mostly sad going into dance hall and like reggae a little bit and then probably back into a little bit of r&b at the end that's how i like to like perceive it but everybody has their little own gist of it some people say that it's more like more of um emotional roller coaster some people say but you know i'm going to perform most of the songs from the first one and some songs from the second one but you should be looking forward to the one song that i'm doing called i because we just did a music video for that one and we have another one called tell that is not released yet and that one is um it was one really personal to me it's about like personal relationship that i had you know fall apart so you know i made a song about it and you know wasn't 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 saying anything in particular towards nobody but you know they'll know 
Oh, no. You basically, by the age of 17, had the complete uh, music career where you, like, fell out with your distributor nah. and, <laughs> and then had to re-release your music. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Crazy, yeah. and, and how does it feel... How does it feel being a 17-year-old musician in this region right now? Do you feel like there's a scene that 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 you're going to be able to work in? Do you do you, are you optimistic in terms of getting out there and being able to perform a lot? Honestly, like right now in times like, you know, obviously there's so many other people who are like trying to like, you know, coexist with like music and everything, and some people either look at it as a competition and some people either look at it as a friendly, you know, coexisting and people are trying to grow but I look at it optimistically and never pessimistically and I always look for like just the people who are genuine like me and people who just are just you know driven to just make music and aren't even really focused on that financial gain or you know, of course at the end of the day you know you want to work towards making that longevity but that's what we talk about longevity you know what I mean like that passive income where you know you're making money because you have dying lovely fans who are coming and supporting you you know either buying a show buying show tickets or buying shirts or just you know I mean things things in other sets and forms that just really like really drive and it's like I'm trying to help others you know realize that they can do that because you know I was just maybe a couple of months ago thinking like oh how am I supposed to make money if I'm not blowing up making millions of plays and stuff right and then like had people sit me down telling me yo you can do clothing you can do other things that you know build your brand and build you as like a artists and make you like an influencer instead of just you know some kid who goes to high school and people look at you as more of a mentor somebody who's actually like kind of going into a career in a business so that's how I like to take it and I like to take it professionally and so when I talk to people about it I like to also be myself at the end of the day because you know it's not like it's not like I'm trying to put up a front but a lot of people say it's just like a lot of people say it's just about like finding people who are like you because you become the people you surround yourself around. So if you're just around people who aren't really motivated or people are going to say tomorrow, 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 you'll really find yourself saying tomorrow for a lot of months and then end up doing it for years and then so long, you know what I mean? Because like, I was doing that for a little bit. Like I wanted to release music since like the age of 11. Didn't get the chance to do it until I was like 15 just because I was just waiting for so long. But I was doing things in the background, like working on my like literacy and my poetry and just like my vocabulary and just reading things and just, you know, obtaining other skills and knowledge that bled into what I'm trying to do in today's time. So it kind of just helped me at the end of the day. That is amazing. Your story is amazing. It's so fascinating. <laughs> I mean, it's like the late, the late age, the late start of 15. He finally, <laughs> finally got around to releasing some music. Finally. Um, so, Sam, if people have been living under a rock and they have not realized that there's this amazing art festival happening this weekend, where can they go to find out now? Like, what can they still do to take advantage of all the awesome stuff that's happening? Oh, yeah. Well, tickets are still on sale. Um, so you can go to ArtHopKW ca and you can find the lineup the schedule the tickets uh, you can find everything there i'd recommend you go straight to the schedule play page look at what you want to do and then go straight and buy your tickets you know supporting local is really about investing in your community and it's a small investment so head to arthopkw.ca and go get your tickets now yeah, right now. Right go, now. Go right now. <laughs> right go now. right now. Thanks so much for joining me tonight, guys. And I'm really looking forward to it. If you have been post-pandemic thinking, where are my people? They are for sure going to be at Arts Hop because every possible kind of person is featured in some way at Arts Hop. There is 
screen printing, there is pottery, there uh, are musical performances, there are awesome dance competitions, there's uh, skateboarding, everything, everything that could possibly exist. And over 80 artist vendors, which is like a whole other part of this that's so amazing. So you can see literally anything you want to see. And I think that's important to remember that artists this is their profession, this is what they are dedicating their lives to, and it is important to go and support artists. So go to the vendors, go to the performers, buy a t-shirt, buy a CD, uh, buy some original art that, that you have a story about from um, that time you were in downtown Kitchener and went to every space imaginable and had a great time. And so I highly recommend. So get out there, it's beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful out. You picked the, a great weekend for it. Um, that is now all the time we have. So I want to thank Sam and Dayonikin for coming in tonight and hanging out with us at Short Finger Brewing. Thanks so much, guys. Thank Thanks you for so much us. for having me. So On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappel, Daryl, Derek Rydell, and Allison Dijak. Uh, it is sponsored by the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA, and, and they are also host to many of these great events that, that we talk about. Um, special thanks to Short Finger Brewing for hosting us tonight, and tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events that are happening around town. If you have events that you want to submit, or you have a great uh, live on location uh, venue for us to check out, please get in touch on Twitter or Instagram, Midtown Radio KW, or email us, MidtownRadioKW at gmail.com. And that is a wrap for us here. Uh, please join us next week for On the Scene.